This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free and live uncommon sense parenting class. Hi, I'm Alana Robinson. I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners, and I help parents understand why their children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or timeouts. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I also host the Parenting Posse Facebook group. And finally, I'm the creator of the Parentability Program, where I help you raise well-behaved kids of your own. So... A lot of my clients and a lot of posse members have been bringing up that their child's emotions are just kind of all over the place right now and that there seems to be very little gray area. They're either elated or an absolute mess. Uh, Let me know if that sounds like your current reality in the comments. And I feel you. My kids, but especially my four-year-old who is deep in the limbic leap right now, they're really struggling too. This whole situation is really wearing on them, and they were dealing pretty well until we started making some changes and doing some renovations on our house. (laughs) And then when the pandemic hit, I finished painting and we moved into our new primary bedroom, and then the next step was to paint and move the boys into the room that we'd been using previously. So we did that this past weekend, and even though they were super excited about, you know, getting bunk beds and having lots more space to play, it really brought all the emotions up to the surface. (laughs) It was just a minor change, one that they were actually really excited about. I've honestly never seen my kids get into bed as fast as they did the night we built the bunk beds. But an hour after bedtime, they were in tears, they were hyperventilating, they were begging us to let us go back to their old room. My four-year-old in particular has been oscillating between just absolutely elated because bunk beds and absolutely devastated because everything's different. And I mean, I teach this stuff day in and day out. It's almost always top of mind for me, but it's still so easy to skip steps and to gloss over things and to assume that our kids have the coping skills to deal with the changes that have been happening in their lives without difficulty, when in reality, there's been so much change and so much uncertainty for the last five months that they still really do need those supports in place. Um, A mom asked me the other day, when is this just going to become the new normal for them? And the answer is never. And I know nobody wants to hear that or talk about it or say it out loud, but this is never going to become normal because this is not how human beings are meant to live. We're social beings. Our brains are made to connect with and be around other human beings. It's our primary method of self-regulation. That's why isolation is considered a form of torture. That's why so many cultures have some form of tribal history to them, and many still do, because We're not made to be solitary creatures. Our families aren't made to be so small. It's incredibly stressful for us. So this is never going to feel normal or become normal because it's against our very nature as human beings. Is there anything that we can do to help our kids cope? 
and manage their emotions as things continue to fluctuate. You know, public spaces are opening back up and then often closing back down. Just look at Melbourne. School is, I highly doubt, going to be a source of stability for most children this year. It doesn't really matter what route you're choosing to take for your children's care and education. Chances are that it's going to close back down at some point this year. And all of this instability is what's causing our children to be very emotionally volatile. I've talked so much, so much about the importance of predictability and consistency when teaching children to behave because it helps them feel safe. It helps them use less mental and physical energy. And this whole pandemic situation is not really conducive to that. (laughs) At least not how we're used to doing those things. Using my boy's new room as an example, how could I have made that transition more predictable and consistent for them while still moving them to a new room, right? We all love to just be able to put everything on hold (laughs) until conditions are ideal, but the truth is nothing is ever going, there's never a good time for change of any kind. So how can I do what I need to do while making them feel more safe, while making them feel more comfortable? Well, I really should have written a social story for them. Our brains like stories because narratives help us organize information. We think in stories, beginning, middle, and end. So I could have written them a story about why we're moving them to a new room, what the process was going to look like, and ended it with them happily playing and sleeping in their new room. That would have given them a narrative to follow so that they would know what was coming next in the process. I could have involved them more in purchasing the new furniture we were buying. I kind of just went on Wayfair and picked out a bunk bed that fit our needs and was like, hey, do you like this one? But I definitely could have involved them more, even if that meant me narrowing it down to maybe two or three options that I was equally happy with and letting them make the final choice. Just giving them a little bit of control back. Same with the paint colors. Uh, We could have given them a few days to adjust to the new room before having them sleep in there. We got so excited about the bunk beds that we just like immediately stripped their beds and tossed their mattresses on the frame. We didn't really give them any real warning about that. So within that framework of moving them to a new room, there were actually many, many points where we could have upped the predictability and consistency, which would have reduced the emotional response that they were having to that change. The point is that new, different, unexperienced things make children feel unsafe and safety and emotions are processed in the same part of their brain. So if we want them to deal with all the changes going forward, we need to give them some control whenever possible. We need to make it as predictable as possible. And we need to try to find areas where we can provide some consistency so that they feel secure and therefore we'll be able to cope with their emotions while using less energy. And if we can keep that top of mind and always be looking for ways that we can provide that consistency, predictability, and a little bit of control, you'll notice that they're able to cope with a lot less effort. They won't be as whiny. They won't be experiencing these huge mood swings as frequently like my son who went from like bunk beds to sobbing on the floor about how much he hated his new room in like literally 60 seconds. And they'll be a lot more self-sufficient because they won't be clinging to you to try and recover that feeling of safety 
or using you to compensate for their emotional fragility. (laughs) Also note, for those of you who are with me in this four-year-old boat right now, um, the limbic leap makes four-year-olds feel unsafe and unstable at the best of times. Throw all the trappings of a pandemic on top of it, and it's literally their worst nightmare. So if you have a four-year-old who is just completely off the rails right now, you really need to be going all in on this stuff, on the predictability, consistency, and control. Like, to a level that feels absolutely ridiculous. Because they feel unsafe to an extreme level right now. The limbic leap is a growth spurt. It's a brain growth spurt. And what do growth spurts do? And if you want to continue this conversation, come and let's talk about it in the parenting posse. That's it for it for today. I'll see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.